We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in. Trevor Lane here for LakersNation.com, your home for everything Lakers. This is our live podcast slash postgame show. The Lakers get the win against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The big win, the must-win game. The Lakers, they got the job done. What does this mean? This means the Lakers are now above 500. That's right, not at 500, above 500, and are the seventh seed. In the Western Conference, this move, this win moves them all the way up to seventh. Got to love it. We've got so much to talk about. If you're joining me live over on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, welcome in podcast listeners. Anybody watching after the fact, welcome. Make sure you are subscribing to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Lakers Nation. Joining me tonight, Sean Spaces Davis. Sean, that's right. I like the title, seventh seed, the Lakers. They get it done, Sean. Oh my goodness. This was such a physical, grinded out game, and the Lakers walked away with the win. I'm so excited to break this one down. Obviously, first thing comes to first. You hope AD's fine, right? Yes. He, he played the rest of the game. I was chatty with Matt. And by the way, shout out to the 950 people that joined us on playback, playback.tv slash Lakers Nation. But we were chatting there. I was like, this just feels like Dallas all over again, where they mess up their foot slash ankle, they play the rest of the game, look pretty good, and then you get some like dreadful news after the fact. I hope I'm wrong, but that was my uh, thought process as the game was going on. But hopefully, AD's all right. But gosh, that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah, that's that's going to be something to keep an eye on, and we're going to be keeping an eye. Help me out tonight on this, Sean. We're going to keep an yep. eye on anything coming out of the post game interviews. Um, let's see if anything gets said about Anthony Davis's ankle. Yes, next up is the Houston Rockets, and I'm a little bit worried that the Lakers are going to go into a, another game against Houston with only Wendy and Gabriel at the center position. But Anthony Davis turned that ankle, looked bad, right? Looked, he was in a lot of pain. He tried to get up, fell back down. Then he kind of got over the sideline, bounced around a little bit, came back, and just dominated. I mean, he put this game away with some big shots, 38 points. 17 rebounds for AD, two blocks, eight of 10 from the free throw. He's hitting free throws again. AD, eight of 10 from the free throw line, 15 of 26. 
This is what you need to see AD do against Towns and Gobert. He dominated. He was the best player on the floor. You don't win this game without him. Oh, my goodness. What a performance from Anthony Davis. Sean, what, what did you see from the Lakers? I mean, 26 shots for AD. Two games ago, he had eight. Did the light bulb go off for the Lakers? Did you see them running more sets for AD? I'm going to answer the question, and I'm going to play something. But short answer is yes. And Breaking news. It, it, it's not that breaking. We just get we just don't get the chance to use it that often. <laughs> Dar- <laughs> Darvin Ham on Anthony Davis. He says he's good. He powered through. Ham said it's just a twisted ankle, and Davis is already getting treatment from the Lakers medical staff. Okay, a twisted ankle that could keep him out for a game. I'm hoping no. I'm hoping the answer is no. The Lakers have to get on a plane and fly to Houston, so that doesn't help any swelling. But good that. It's nothing serious. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt also had a bit of a hip issue there. That looked like more like a contusion, but plenty of time to get into all the injuries. And again, hopefully we'll get more updates as the night goes on. Um, But AD, just tremendous stuff. In fact, let's just hear, since we're talking about him anyway, let's make this official. Superstar of the night. It's It's Anthony Davis. I mean, what a performance. From AD in this one, he was just absolutely incredible. And I thought the Wolves had a pretty solid game plan. And AD was just too good. He was just better. Like, the Wolves did a really nice job putting extra bodies on AD, making him see lots of long arms, tracking back defensively, not giving him anything easy. And Anthony Davis just went, yeah, you're not stopping me tonight. And, and he and he did that just about all night long. Yeah, and then to kind of dive more into the question you had initially asked, yeah, I mean, when you run plays to your best player, it's it's not rocket science. So I hope the light bulb is going off in their heads like, hey, let's run our stuff for AD. Um, and in the second half, he, he was dominant. In, even coming off the injury, he was really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say, man. AD was the best player on the floor, like you mentioned, Trevor. Uh, Retro Hip Hop is asking for AD Vando health updates now. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, as soon as we get anything more, we'll, we will let you know. Drew Potter, team could have folded after AD's injury, but instead showed grit. Gutsy win, gutsy performance by AD. Split the star in your role to Dennis, Rui, and Wenyan. So, Sean, I can tell you've got something to say about this. You you tweeted out, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Reactionary, <laughs> said the season is over when Anthony Davis went down. Um, what did you think about how the Lakers responded? I can tell you've got plenty to say about that. Yeah, I, I caught a lot of flack, and deservedly so, in the uh, playback stream for that tweet. But, um, dude, like, he he was awesome. And I, I think him somehow staying in the game just kind of gave the Lakers, like, another, like, just juice and, like, fire mm-hmm. of energy. I think post – at one point in the third quarter, the Lakers went on a 24-2 run. I think it was right when the AD injury happened. So 24-2 run, and, you know, AD gets hurt. They could, like, like this like this uh, Super Chat says, they could have fumbled. I mean, folded, excuse me, lied up. Lied up. He couldn't really blame them if they did, right? Like, best player goes down, demoralizing gut punch. Mm-hmm. Even even if AD stayed in, me and Matt were chatting. It didn't look, he didn't look right that those first couple of minutes so they still could have like folded and instead what we got we 
got the best defense in basketball for maybe that third quarter and for a lot of the fourth quarter. So just hats off to the players, man, playing with effort and intensity. And, I mean, I have no problem with splitting the starting role. I'd actually swap out Wenyan for Vanderbilt because he was just super timely all night long, like two threes back-to-back at one point, um, timely cuts, big on the glass. So, yeah, shout-out to all those guys, man. And uh, even the coaching staff, I I thought the game plan was really, really well put together. Uh, the players just didn't execute in the first half. In the second mm-hmm. half, you got the best defensive basketball. So way to execute. Well, and I thought the Wolves' role players were going berserk in the first half. I mean, yes. Mike Conley was just, I mean, hitting everything it felt yeah, like in the, in the first, first half. half. Yeah, yeah, 15 in the first half. And finishes with 25. He shoots 7 for 11 because, of course, last game he couldn't hit anything. And now tonight, uh, 7 for 11. But uh, Kyle Anderson was hitting shots. Kyle Anderson finished with 17. Like, the Wolves got the kind of performances they needed out of their guys. But the Lakers just outlasted them. Um, and a lot of that was, you know, credit to, to AD. But it was also, AD goes down. You didn't see that, like, like Sean, your reaction of the season's over. It's like the Lakers went, okay, we got to step up. And they all did. And then AD kept playing and they went, cool, let's really go with this now. That moment turned the game, but not in the way you would have expected. You would expect that that is the moment where everything falls apart. Instead, that yeah. was the moment where everything fell apart for the Wolves. It was like the Lakers, uh, like Hulk Hogan, when he was in a in a wrestling match, he gets okay. he gets all beat up, and it looks like it looks like all is lost, and then he hulks out, and next thing you know, punches are bouncing off of him, and and he's impervious to pain, and he points in the guy's face. It was like the Lakers did that to the Wolves. The Wolves seemed like they had them on the ropes. AD gets hurt, and the Lakers just just shook it off and went nope, and went right back after him. It was absolutely incredible. Um, we'll talk about the star in your role in just a moment. Koa said this just in AD ain't soft locked cat and then demolished both him and Rudy on offense on one ankle. How many NBA players can do that? Big boydom young ninja said, I don't want to hear AD is soft anymore. Yeah. I mean, AD toughed it out in this one. Hopefully he's good to go for the next game. We'll see. But, uh, what a win. What a big win. Uh, MPM2 said, superstar of the night, Dennis Schroeder. I know AD was uh, outstanding, but crucial time Schroeder defense. Wow, Dennis Schroeder, plus 15 on the night, 11.6 assists, two steals, five of six from the free throw line, three of four shooting in 23 minutes. Sean, what did you see from from Dennis Schroeder in this game? He was great. He was just a knack. He was a pest, you know what I'm saying? Like, had a couple of times, I think uh, Ant has an opportunity. This is in the fourth quarter. To, to get an easy transition bucket, because I forget who was guarding him, but you can't really foul Ant in transition. And Dennis gets a back tap, goes out of bounds. The Timberwolves have to reset, dead ball situation, Lakers get a stop. Uh, that's just one of many things tonight. And Dennis, when he's playing well, he's, he's contagious. Love watching him play. Um, and way to bounce back, because I think we were trying to the last game. We were like, yeah, this isn't a good Dennis game. And tonight it was. It was a really good Dennis game. I, I, I think the way they were running the offense with having him and D'Lo on the floor at the same time was really interesting. And I kind of enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought, D- I thought uh, Dennis was great. Yeah. My guy Senpai NFT, who you know, watches the show on YouTube and also participates over on, on amp when we do the Cullen shows brought up some stats actually on the show uh, that we recorded last night that, uh, that said cleaning the glass suggested that Dennis Schroeder and D'Lo is actually 
uh, a really good pairing, maybe even better than than the Reeves and and Schroeder pairing, and it, oh. and it worked out really well. And I thought we saw some of that tonight. And Dennis, you know what? Look, like Aaron Howard threw in, Schroeder had too much playing time. For for some reason, there's yeah. just there's a lot of negativity that swirls around Dennis, and he can have some some moments where he doesn't look good, but. Overall, if you take a step back and you don't get focused too much on any one specific moment with Schroeder, overall, his impact has been very positive, I think, for the Lakers. And they've used him as a closer in the fourth quarter, and he's been very good in those situations. And I thought tonight was another example of that. You look at how many times he got to the free throw line. Once teams get into the bonus, he does a great job getting the line, which stopped the Wolves from having any thoughts of a comeback because, oh, no, here's four points for Dennis Schroeder at the free throw line in like a minute and a half, and the game's over. Yeah. Um, in fact, let's. I want to talk about some of these other guys too. So let me. Oh, just Beasy said, Trev Dog, championship Trev party dog. at your house. <laughs> I'll bring the beers. What's your choice of drink? Oh. I'm really quick. I'm changing your contact info on my phone. You are now <laughs> Trev Dog. That is awesome. <laughs> Well, for a little while, they were calling me Travis because somebody messed up and it called me Travis in a chat question. Um, so I'll take it. But um, yeah, that's I, my, my choice of drink. It depends on what it depends on what I'm if you're having Mexican food, it's a margarita, obviously. But uh, but Mar- put me down for a vodka and anything. Um, said Payette of tea. There's my guy I said best coach game by ham all season. Shout out to Dennis, the glove Schroeder. And Wenyan Abdul-Jabbar win Dude, one more game. Yeah. But win one more game, the Golden State, and we are the sixth seed. Yeah, so I've got family in town visiting. Um, and we're watching the game. And Wenyan hits that shot. And I, and I said, oh, he doesn't normally make that shot or even take that shot. And he hit it as he's going up. That was a no, no, no. Yes. Wenyan knocked that thing down. That was fantastic. Um with the amount of credit that we're seeing being given to all the other guys right now, let's let's do this. Star in your role. I think this is a really interesting one tonight because Austin Reeves, 15 points, six boards, two assists. D'Lo, 12 points, 10 assists. LeBron didn't have a great shooting night. 18 points, 10 boards, six assists. Though we don't tend to think of him for star in your role anyway. Uh... Wenyan, Rui, neither guy shows up big in the stat sheet. Dennis. So who's it going to, Sean? Who gets the, the star in your role award tonight? I always seem to manage to take your guy. Uh-huh. I'm having a hard time. So I was actually going to flip it on to you and say, who's okay. your pick? Okay, I will go first. And I'm going to look. Here's the thing. And I think this is one of those games where and I think we have multiple examples of this where players made a bigger impact than what their box box score suggests, right? Like Anthony Davies, look at his box score and you go, damn, he had a really good game. And sure enough, he did. But I'll tell you who else I thought, and there's a few guys we could go to, but I need to give some credit here to Rui Hachimura. I thought that he, in 21 minutes, he didn't shoot great, one of four shooting, hit a couple of free throws, six boards, one assist, one steal, one block, four points, a plus 20, Part of that was the Wolves were giving the Lakers some problems with their size in the first half. And Rui, at 6'8", with a 7'2 wingspan, I thought did a lot on both ends of the floor 
that really helped out this Lakers team stuff that wasn't showing up in the box score, but he made plays for the Lakers. And again, was doing some of the dirty work, some of the stuff that you needed to the point where Troy Brown only got nine minutes because Rui was so good. The Troy Brown minutes all went to Rui Hachimura. I got to give him credit. I thought he really stepped up in this matchup. And I liked what we saw out of him, even though the box score aside from the plus minus doesn't reflect that. Yeah. Um, that that's a great pick. Um, I don't know why to me and Matt it felt like it was a bad Reeves game and he turns out with 15 points somehow yeah. so <laughs> maybe that's just us but I'm gonna go uh Vanderbilt I thought Vando was just big all around like you look at the box score 12 points um did just big hit hit two massive threes at both uh critical points during the game also chipped him with five rebounds and you know he was great defensively. I, I want to credit, and this goes back to Senpai and Atiz, last Super Chat talking about Darwin and the coaching staff. I want to give it more, not take any credit away from Vando with the defense, but more so as the team defense as a whole. Because mm-hmm. um, when you guard great players, it's never just one guy. Because if you let a great player, you get it burned every time. Um, but Vando was just great, man. And um, if he's knocking down threes, even just like one three a game, if he can hit one a game, dude's market is going to skyrocket. So um, it, it, for me, it's Vando. Yeah, this was, um, this is, I think, what is it? It's the second game in a row. He's knocked in a couple of threes. Two threes. Which I don't think, yep. I don't think you can anticipate that happening, you know, forever. But he was good. And he even had the, um, I, we had, unfortunately, on NBA TV, we had the Wolves announce crew, and they did an okay job. They were fine. I, I prefer Billy Mack and Stu, of course. But, um, but you know, Vando hit a three. Vando had a drive to his left, and it kind of flipped the ball up, and it was a shot that you kind of yeah. expected him to miss, and he made it. Um, he he They were bemoaning the fact that, hey, you know, Vando made a couple of big shots that you wouldn't expect him to make, and that kind of kept the Lakers in this thing. Indeed, they're right. Vando was was fantastic in this game, and hopefully he's okay. Dealing with he had cat land on him. Um, and by the way, did you see as soon as he it happened, cat was apologizing to Vando for for landing on him? I thought no, that I was that. that that was cool to see. He was saying my bad, my bad, my bad, and reaching over to check on Vando and, and make sure he was okay. You know they did used to play together, so I, you know just a little thing sportsmanship wise that I thought was was cool to see. Oh well, never mind, cat. I might not put you in the master lock tonight. Oh, were you were you going to? I just can't stand Cat for what. Okay, for one reason. well, that's uh, in that moment. In that moment, it was fine. Tyler, 446 days in the making. The Lakers are above 500 again. Yes, they are. They're now 39 and 38. Seventh seed, great win. AD was unstoppable. Praying he is okay and doesn't miss time. Agreed. That's crazy. It's been that long. 446 days. That's insane. That feels uh, way too long. Way too long. Kai said, Trevor, this right here is for the best sleep and weekend I could ask for. Hashtag AD, Dennis Schroeder, Lakers Nation, we're back. All right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Let's go. Lakers fans, sleeping soundly tonight. Uh, Denitrify said, F in the chat for all the trade AD doubters. Yeah, I mean, just, just, just make sure your praise is as loud as the disrespect was. That's all. I think he showed a lot fighting through that injury. Muhammad Vando can't buy a foul call. Poor dude was getting mauled tonight. He was. 
he was. Um, and, and Vando doesn't tend to get those calls. I thought part of it, though, too, is, you know, Jane McDaniels, who's fantastic, was doing a really good job contesting shots uh, coming from the weak side. It's same thing with Cat, same thing with Gobert. I think they, the Wolves were doing such a good job contesting, and they did start picking up some fouls, but the referees, this was a very physical game. I thought the referees did let some things go because this game kind of required it. Like that, that energy was just in this game. Yeah, for sure. Koa said, not worried about Braun third game back on the road versus a team with lots of three and D wings throwing at him at both ends, still found ways to help with assists and rebounds. Yeah. LeBron finishes seven for 19 shooting 10 boards, six assists, two blocks, three turnovers, 18 points by LeBron standards. That's, just an okay-ish outing. And if he hadn't scored a bit at the end there, we'd probably say it was a bad outing for LeBron. Maybe people mm-hmm. are still saying it's a bad outing. But yeah, I'm not going to worry about LeBron at this point. We've got a long history of LeBron being very good. I'm not going to look at this game and go, uh-oh, LeBron's no good anymore. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was one game, and like you said, the uh, I think the Koa hit the nail on the head. Lots of long three and D wings on the Wolves to throw at him. And for that reason, if there's any shot the Lakers can get six or the Timberwolves drop to nine, I don't want to face Minnesota in the play-in. Like, literally give me anybody else. I don't want Minnesota. I don't want Minnesota, and I don't want OKC. Well, I mean, you're probably going to – it's either them or the – it's one of those two or the Pelicans right now. Give me the Pelicans. So you're saying give me the Pelicans. All right. Uh, How in the hell did we win this game? It was looking slow. Give Dennis and AD their flowers. Hope AD can go. Hope not a bronze situation. Played great, hurt, and then out for a month. Oh, yeah, that would be be a gut punch for sure. For sure, if they turned it out like that. But how did they win this game? They just kept chipping away and really turned it on. And I felt like the Wolves... I think they kind of ran out of gas late in this game. Now they've had a, the Wolves announcers kept mentioning how they've been dealing with sickness on the team. They've been had a number of guys who were listed as ill. So maybe that had something to do with it, but it seemed like the Lakers just never went away. And the Wolves came out with all the energy in the world and then ran out of gas on the final, you know, the final stretch there. Yeah. that That's why no, no lead is, uh, is really safe anymore. And as long as you just mm-hmm. keep chipping away, like me and Matt were saying, hey, get it down to six at the end of the quarter. And I mean, they were up seven going into the fourth, but as long as you chip away, chip away, chip away, there isn't a lead that's uh, safe anymore. 
Uh, Basher said, send AD and Vando to Germany ASAP. <laughs> it's, it's where the LeBron James of foot doctors is, apparently, right? That's that's what's going there. Um, here's a good question for you, Sean. Darwin did a better job of staggering minutes. By the way, what does Chris Gent specialize in, and has he had an impact on the team? So I was a, a little bit distracted with you know family in town and all that, and as well as some extreme weather going on. Um, so I wasn't paying attention as closely as I normally would to the rotations and things of that nature. So, Sean, maybe you can speak on that a little bit about the way Darwin staggered minutes tonight. Yeah. Um, for at least I'll, I'll go back to the trade deadline or so. This is probably the best managed game from a rotation standpoint where there wasn't really many lineups, if any lineups. I was like, ooh, well, like the lineup at the end of the first quarter in the Bulls game. We were like, gosh, no, no, no. Get this off the court right yeah. now. There wasn't much of that tonight. Um, I thought they made the necessary adjustments need be. So, yeah, kudos to the coaching staff. But I feel like sometimes when we look at coaches, we only evaluate them based off the rotations when that's just like a tenth of their job. And yeah. we make that their whole job. And that's how we uh, our emotions are about them. Um, so great job with that. Chris Gent, he's the offensive coordinator, if you will. If you look at, like, the offensive sets and the plays and stuff like that, the offense, that's more of Chris Gent's responsibility. At least that's what we've been uh, kind of told as regards to that. Um, and, yeah, he's had an impact on the team. I, I was just in the Twitter spaces, uh, living up to my previous name, rather. Um, and I was raving about Chris Gent. Like, I love the playbook. Like, our, for my personal team, our best player is a guard. So for me, it works. But for the Lakers, you know, their best player is not a guard. So there's some tweaking needs to be there. But Chris, Chris Jen is awesome. I think if things go well over the next couple of years, he could potentially get a head coaching job in a few years. But um, the Lakers have to win, and the offense has to uh, continue to make further strides. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and he has been doing, I think, a good job with the offense overall, especially as the season has gone on. And now that they've got different yep. pieces in that they can really throw some different wrinkles at teams. They, they have a lot more options based on who's on the team now. Um, all right. Let's take a quick peek at the standings here. Um, this is, oh. Breaking news. Anthony Davis says, I will be fine. Yes, but he said that's according to Dan Wojcicki of the LA Times. Anthony Davis, when asked about his foot, said he will be fine or ankle, said he's going to be just fine. So hopefully that's not just optimism from AD and he is correct. And he's saying, yeah, I'm good. Everything's going to be just fine. So that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, great, great news for the Lakers. So I had some people in the chat asking about the standings. So putting them on the screen right now for everybody to see. Currently, the Lakers that... Uh, a game behind the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors in action right now against the Spurs. Unlikely the Warriors would lose that game, but of course you never know in today's NBA. The Hornets beat the Mavs twice. You, you never know, right? But right now, the Lakers are a game behind the Warriors for the sixth seed. Remember, the Lakers have the tiebreaker over the Warriors. Unfortunately, the Lakers don't play the Warriors again, though. So that's something to keep an eye on. The Lakers tied in the standings at 39 and 38 with the Pelicans. The Pelicans have a different difficult schedule ahead. Every team they play from here on out is above 500. But if you're seeing what's happening around the NBA, the playoff teams are starting to rest players. So I wouldn't count on teams beating the Pelicans. We saw it with Denver, who 
benched Jokic last night against the Pelicans and pushed a win onto the Pelicans record. But right now, the Lakers and Pelicans are tied at 39 and 38. The Wolves at 39 and 39 are a half game back of the Lakers. Remember, the Lakers do not have the tiebreaker over Minnesota's. Despite tonight's win, Minnesota still has the tiebreaker and Minnesota has a super easy schedule to finish out the season. So don't look at this as Minnesota's in the rear view and we're ahead of them and we'll stay ahead of them. Minnesota can very well create one loss for the Lakers could switch this and put Minnesota ahead of them. Uh, OKC uh, did lose tonight to the Pacers. So that helped. They are now 38 and 40. The Lakers are up a game and a half on them. The Dallas Mavericks, the Lakers now have a two game lead over the Mavs who take on the Miami Heat tomorrow. The Utah Jazz lost tonight to the Celtics. So the Lakers now have a three game lead over the Jazz but they do have two games coming up against Utah. Everybody else has been eliminated in the Western Conference. I don't see the Lakers necessarily catching the Clippers, although they did lose to Memphis tonight, but the Clippers have the tiebreaker and are a game and a half up on the Lakers, though the Lakers do play the Clippers again, so never say never there. But that's the way things look currently in the Western Conference standings. Still extremely tight, but it is nice to see the Lakers in the seventh seed. Um yeah, means that at, at worst, if you're in the play-in, you're at home both games, and you're in a double elimination scenario. You win one game and you're through, but it's, it also means if you happen to lose the first game, you get another shot at getting into the postseason. Uh, really, really quick. I, I think it's, in my opinion, as a Laker fan, biased Laker fan at that, I think if from a Lakers lens, the best the Western Conference can shape up Mm-hmm. is Denver, Memphis, Sac, so that top three stays. I okay. think four or five has to be Phoenix Clippers because let them, from first of all, from a basketball standpoint, that should be really, really fun. But also, like, yeah. l- let them, like, kill each other, figuratively speaking. <laughs> like, let them knock each other out, right? And then you get the sixth seed, you face Sacramento, because um, I think we were chatting with Matt on last playback stream. Yeah. I'd rather face Denver or Sacramento than Memphis. So okay. it's just a scenario where you get Sacramento, uh, either somehow if they jump up to two, I think it's doubtful, but if it's possible, that'd be nice. Um, but that's how I think it should go. Um, you give yourself a little extra rest, more preparation, which we mm-hmm. talked a lot about, Trevor, where the coaching staff has time to prepare. I like my odds. So that's how I'd, I'd have the rest. So the Lakers um... – Golden State is a game up again, and they have the Spurs tonight, so they probably win that. So getting the sixth seed is not going to be easy. I think the Lakers might have to win out to get the sixth seed. I think that might need to be what what happens here to get to get the sixth seed because I don't I don't know how many of their remaining games Golden State is going to lose. Um, but I will say you mentioned the Phoenix Suns; they are in action right now. They're playing the Denver Nuggets, and the Nuggets benched everybody. Like, no Jamal Murray, no Jokic, no Michael Porter Jr., benched. So, that should you, you never know in today's NBA, but that should probably be a Suns win, which I think just pushes you closer to seeing Phoenix and, and the Clippers in, in round one. I mean, just solidifies Phoenix, I think, in the four seed as well. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see what else we've got here. Adrian said, what a comeback. Our defense is elite. That defense really did help. That defense really did. Claire, Lakers made important adjustments in the second half to lock up the paint. Schroeder with big hustle plays and good screen navigation. AD yes. is hitting. Big win. 
yeah, I mean, for a coaching staff that has gotten a lot of flack, and I think rightfully so, deservedly, has gotten a lot of flack for being really bad at making in-game adjustments. Obviously, the adjustments that they made at halftime in this game worked out very well. Yeah. And again, like, when the, the disrespect, or not even disrespect, the um, the whatever the word is, like, the anger and frustration, there we go, towards the coaching staff is deserved. It's, it's, you know, very much valid. But you have to acknowledge, like, if you choose not to acknowledge the, like, certain things, like, like tonight, like you mentioned, and there's just been so many games that are Chicago, like we talked about on that post-game show. This coaching staff has had really strong moments, and I think they're starting to figure it out now. Because uh, a lot of the games, it's been a couple, like the first Chicago game being the biggest one, Orlando, even Toronto, you know, they won that mm-hmm. Toronto game. Um, for the most part, since the, since the all uh, trade deadline, this coaching staff's been great. Or not great, it's been really good, though. They've had really strong moments. I think Golden State both times, tonight, Chicago the second time, Phoenix. Um, so, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say it yet, but I'm getting to the point where I'm not sure if they'll lose the series, if they'll lose you a series. I, like, are they going to lose you a game? Maybe, right? Like, especially if you're facing as a period, because if you're facing Steve Kerr over a seven-game series or, yeah, you're facing a Steve Kerr over a seven-game series, Sure, I, I expect Steve Kerr to just completely outcoach Darwin at least one game. Yeah, but besides that, I trust his coaching staff at least over a playoff series. Now I'm starting so, to at least. People will ask the question: Is it is the coaching staff getting better? Is it the fact that they've got new players? Both. I, I, I think it's both. I think it's. I think that's the honest truth because you know we live in in hot take culture where you have to say. All the credit to the Lakers coaches. They're the reason why they're doing this and blah, blah, blah. And anybody that says anything else is stupid and and all that, right? That's the world that we live in right now where you have to pick one thing and only give that one thing credit and and then defend that one thing as though your life depends on it, right? That's the world we live in. But that's not where the truth lies. That's not where the truth lies. The truth is that the coaching staff has better players to work with. And I think the coaching staff is growing into their own and that's benefited by having better players to work with. Like, they can show their stuff now. They can actually show what they're made of. Um, it's like if you have a, a sprinter and you give them flip-flops to run in, probably not going to look that that good, right? Now, right. you give him running shoes, suddenly he looks much better, right? The question is, is it the shoes or is he really fast? It's a bit of both. He's got better shoes, which are allowing him to run faster. I think this Lakers coaching staff is now able to show what they can really do that doesn't mean they're the best coaching staff in the NBA. That doesn't mean there are, uh, there's uh, you know, no more problems or anything like that. But I think they look better because they've got players that can do the things that this coaching staff would like them to be able to do. Um, it's all come together uh, on both sides, both the players and the coaches. Uh, Jay, it's chilling. Master lock the first half. Flu game T-Wolves had me shook, especially the close to that second quarter. Going into halftime, that was not great. That was not great. Yeah. The chat is uh, applauding you, Trevor, for uh, the analogy. It's probably the greatest analogy ever. Uh, I'm going to agree with that because I know if I tried, my analogy would have like really <laughs> been bad. So I'm going to agree with that. That was, I, I will admit, sometimes I pull a, a little Michael Scott where I start a sentence and I'm not quite sure where it's going to end up. <laughs> and I just kind of find it along the way. 
that that was one of them. But I'm glad that I was able to find it along the way. There uh, Lucas said, Master Lock Scott Foster, how does he have a job? Oh, he that won us the Suns game. He what? He won us the Suns game. I, I, I didn't think he was terrible tonight. Well, I think people were upset about that Mike Conley three, uh, three free throw and then not letting the Lakers challenge it. Because that, that was definitely not a foul. It wasn't a foul, but it, no. yeah. Kyle said that that's it. Still over 500 now again, but I master locked me for thinking the game was at 730 and planning my whole day around that. Fair, fair. Especially when there's, you know, the internet and you can look up what time the game's at at any given time. But I understand why people would just be in the rhythm of, you know, 730 game. Uh, but yeah, game was a little bit earlier than that, than 730, just a little bit. Uh, Antoine said, got to show some love to Rui. He was great on defense and the boards tonight. He had a pretty solid pitch ahead pass to LeBron, too, that led mm-hmm. to a dunk. So Rui just makes a ton of plays that don't get brought up in the stat sheet, like like you mentioned with your uh, star in your role. I'm really excited to dive into film on this one, Trev. This might be the, the game I'm, I'm most excited to take a look at and break down because th- this was awesome, and Rui was was big time, especially on Cat in the second half when they made that uh, little adjustment there. So, yeah, Ruby's, Ruby's great. Yeah, I really liked what we saw out of, out of Rui today. Uh, I'm too, Wicked Bronco says, I'm $200 poorer because LeBron didn't get 25 on a 10-pick parlay worth 1K, but would Jeez. honestly rather have the Lakers win. Well, that, that's a way to put the Lakers uh, record uh, over your own financial gain. I apologize and will never call AD soft again. T-Wolves announcers are awful. Blamed AD laying on the ground for the loss. Did they, I didn't get that sense from them. They were they said that that moment when AD was down changed the, the, the game, and I thought that was correct. It did. Um, it changed the flow of the game. The energy of the game shifted in that moment. I, I didn't. I didn't take it as now again. I wasn't hundred percent listening to every single word they said, but my my perception was not that they were saying Anthony Davis embellished it or something like that and laid on the ground and that won them the game. That maybe I'm wrong. Again, I was not listening to every single word, but that wasn't the gist that that I was getting from that. But nonetheless, sorry about your parlay. Must have been frustrating to watch from that perspective, but at least the <laughs> Lakers got the win. Yeah. Tiana Scott, Lakers give us a win on my birthday. Congrats. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Mamba mentality. We almost lost because the Wolves were executing better. They were indeed. They looked like the better team in the first half. But got to hand it to the team and coaching staff. Better adjustments. Let's go Lake Show. Is this, we talk about this sometimes, that when the Lakers lose, or if the game is not going their way, we throw our hands up and say the Lakers make no adjustments, which is not always, which is not correct. They make adjustments. It doesn't necessarily mean those adjustments are going to work though, right? Today, the Lakers win the game. They make adjustments. The adjustments work great. Is it like, are we giving too much credit to the adjustments that they made because the result was a positive one? Or do you think they really made adjustments that, that completely changed the way this game was being played? That's a great question, Trev. And me and Matt were also kind of talking about it because, like you mentioned, Mike Conley had 15 points at halftime, right? And one of the biggest questions we were getting in the chat was, um, you know, 
should we put Reeves on, on Mike, what, whatever? I'm like, no, it's fine because, look, like Rudy had 14 points in the first half. He didn't score again in the game. Um, also, a big reason why Mike Conley went off, Kyle Anderson, I, I think, had a solid game. Um, Jaden McDaniels, who, by the way, is a stud. He's going to make a bunch of freaking money yes. throughout his NBA career. He's that good. And and Cat had a pretty solid game, so I think he had 25. But the Lakers' game plan was stop Anthony Edwards at all costs. He does not get to score. He does not even get to touch the ball. He, had to, he only took uh, – during the, the game where it mattered, he was at, like, 13 shots. I think he might have ended up with 15 or whatever. 16. But, he finished four for 16 with 11 points. Like, if Anthony Edwards shoots four for 16 with 11 points, and again, the three, he had a three in garbage time, so mm-hmm. eight points, you're, you're winning. Nine they they took him that. out of the game. They took him out of the game. And the, and the whole game plan was, okay, guess what? In ball screens, we're going to be aggressive. It's kind of how we did with Zach Levine. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to have to give it up. And again, in the second half, the rotations were freaking crazy. Not not mm-hmm. the substitution rotations, the weak side defensive rotations. And we were chatting on playback. Even if the Lakers had lost that game, I know the coaching staff would got a lot of flack for the same as your question, Trevor. They would have gotten a lot of flack. Like, oh, they didn't make an adjustment, yada, yada, yada. The game plan worked. It's just some nights your game plan can be perfect down to the last minute detail. And they can just hit shots. That doesn't mean you were, like, bad as a coach that night. That just means they hit shots. So that's kind of how it was in the first half. And, you know, they they made some subtle adjustments in the second. But really, it I would give more credit to the game plan as a whole. Um, and they really shut down the paint for a lot of the game, too, especially mm-hmm. in the second half. So, again, yeah, give, give the team as a whole credit from the coaching staff down to the players. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything you said there. Uh, culture class. Should, oh, said Trevor, as an actor, I'm on sets often, okay? And I'm begging you for one production change. Change your drinking cup to a Lakers cup, LOL. Thank me later. Is it not a Lakers cup? <laughs> it's a Lakers cup. Uh, I'm not about? a big I'm not a big Game of Thrones guy. I've never really, like, sat down and forced myself to watch it. But it's, like, a scene or whatever where I think, like, somebody's, like, drinking a cup of coffee and, like, it's so obviously Starbucks or something Oh, yeah, like yeah, right. Like, yeah, I, that's kind of where I, I got that. Uh, this comment made me think of. But, yeah, it's a Lakers cup. Yeah, it, it is a Lakers cup. I do have this cup as, like, a Cowboys cup because my wife's a Cowboys fan. So maybe he was thinking that was the cup I had or something. But, yeah, this is this, this is, like, on purpose. I went and found that particular cup for today because of the game. Uh, Wesley, great team defense and win. And AD putting on a master class performance of 38-17 and 17 with a bad ankle. Yep. Flexing Lakers Nation. Love it. Jesse, Rui is the role player of the night for his defense and energy on Towns. Phenomenal. This was where, look, Carl Anthony Towns, not an easy player to defend. I think he's got too much of a size advantage over Troy Brown Jr. Rui being 6'8 with a 7'2 wingspan mattered uh, in this game, and his defense was great. So Jesse agreed with my pick for uh, for star in your role there. Uh, Mac Attack, appreciate the super chat. Thank you. Yes, Sean? Really? Uh, AD again says his ankle feels good now after some initial treatment. And when asked if he'll play in Houston, heck yeah! So he says he's gonna play. And then Let's Vanderbilt go. also talked about AD, uh, he, he changed the game for us, changed the momentum, changed everything. Talking about AD's play after uh, twisting his ankle, but um, 
to end the, the point about Rui, Rui was so good defensively, he had Cat talking to himself in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure if, if you saw that, Trevor. But I me did. and Matt got quite a laugh. And Cat is just like talking to himself with some obscenities in there and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. We got Carl Anthony Towns talking to himself and frustration. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, Trevor Lane Stan said, biggest win of the year. True testament to our depth with a horrid LeBron game. Shout out to Dennis and Vando for the amazing hustle. You know, that's a good point. Pre-trade deadline. If LeBron had a night like tonight, most likely you're losing that. Like, even if AD went nuts, LeBron on 7 of 19 shooting, you're probably losing that game. Sure. I think that's that that really stands out post trade deadline. The Lakers margin for error when they're healthy, it is simply larger than it was previously. Their floor is higher, their ceiling is higher post trade deadline than it was pre trade deadline. Yeah, and again, like I said, like Austin Reeves, who we haven't mentioned at all. Again, I thought at least watching a lot, it felt like it was at best an okay Austin Reeves game. He had 15 points. We even said his name once on the mm-hmm. show. Um, like, Dennis, Malik Beasley also deserves praise. Uh, I, he, he didn't play in the second half. Uh, me and Matt were saying, does he deserve more minutes? He, he was shooting really, really well. He had a couple of nasty sets for Malik Beasley, mm-hmm. too. But um, it, it was the right call in, in this game um, because give, give more – Rui minutes, more Dennis minutes, things like that to, to make sure everything defensively was right. So, But Beasley definitely, definitely deserves some praise. Uh, Mac Attack says Rui clamped Cat. What did Cat finish with? Carl Anthony Towns finishes the game with 23 points, but 8 for 18 shooting. Uh, eight boards, three assists, no blocks. He was a minus six on the game in terms of plus minus. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about that. Um when you look at what Beasley did, three for five shooting, three of four from three in just 10 minutes, those threes that he hit were big. Yeah. How big are they for his confidence? Oh, huge. And and I hope that the coaching staff is telling him, like, hey, flow of the game. You know, we, we need some better defense. We're going defense over offense right now. Mm-hmm. And But we're, we're really, really glad that you're – you're shooting well. And like, yeah, it, it, this has to be huge for his confidence. Like, especially the stuff off the screens too, mm-hmm. which I feel like recently it kind of is struggling with. I'm not sure if the data backs me up there, but at least with the eye test, it felt like when they ran their sets for him, I forget what game it was. Trevor, I don't know if you can help me out, but it was one game where recently, obviously, where they run, a, again, a great set and Beasley is just wide, as wide as you could get in the left corner. And it rims out. And you're just like, dude, that sucks. That's like, happened a few times recently. <laughs> Quite a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just to see the ball go through the net in meaningful moments, not in garbage time, um, That, that I, I hope that that gives him some confidence. Uh, going Absolutely. Forward. Absolutely. Uh, Josh Crockett, 1A Davis. Yes, AD was a 1A star tonight for sure. Sean says, salute to AD for staying in the game on a bad wheel. I'm sure he stayed there to silence the haters, people calling him soft. Yep. Uh, Sievert said, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Sievert said, we need AD to rest against Houston. Amazing win. Mm -hmm. I mean, LeBron is back. 
So it, it's not the same, but we saw what happened last time AD rested against Houston. That's yeah. I, it, I, I, we can agree AD is not playing against the Clippers. I'd be very surprised if he played that game. The second out of the back-to-back? Yeah. Yeah. Even though I think they said they might have said, hey, well, we, we think he'll be ready for it. No. Like if, if Mo Bamba was back, maybe you consider it against Houston, but Bamba doesn't even get reevaluated until next week. So, right. I don't know. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if AD did um, wind up resting on the second night of a back to back. But it depends on where the Lakers are at in the standings, too. That's probably right. So, like, if, they, if they take care of business to uh, Sunday and then Tuesday against the Jazz, sure. You know, you'll be at 41 wins with three to go, I believe. You got another Jazz game. Maybe we'll see, but um, yeah. Uh, King Dijon, three things in life are certain death taxes and Laker players with ankle injuries. It's so bad. <laughs> well, they're they're not called the Los Ankleless Lakers for nothing. I mean, that's... if we were in playback, you know, you were getting him. I would get iced. <laughs> I would, I would definitely get, I would definitely get iced. Um, here, you want me to hit you with another one? Chris said, I hope they didn't spread a virus, the Wolves being Jeez. sick. Hopefully the, the Lakers hopefully the Lakers didn't get sick. But I can tell you what, during the first half, Malik with his three-point shooting gave the Wolves a strong case of the Beasles. <laughs> no. Next super chat. No. <laughs> oh no. Ah, uh, wicked Bronco. So next up, Golden State Warriors. One slip up from them, and we take care of business. We are the sixth seed. Uh, next up, Golden State Warriors. One slip up from them, we take care of business. We're the sixth seed. Who would have thought this team would be here after the start for the season? Yeah, 2-10 to start. And thank goodness for Matt Ryan. Otherwise, it's a 1-11 one, one start. Matt Ryan hitting that three against the, the Pelicans. And by the way, how big is that now to have the tiebreaker over the Pelicans? Could I mean, they're, they're not the seventh seed right now if Matt Ryan doesn't hit that shot. Um, yeah, this is... You could potentially get there, but what a run post All-Star break for or post uh, trade deadline for the Lakers. This has been phenomenal, and I've been saying it for a while now, but it's true. This feels like Lakers basketball again. This feels like Lakers basketball once again. Yeah, and really, really quick, if the Lakers somehow go on an improbable title run, Matt Ryan needs a ring just for that shot. Like, Matt Ryan needs a ring for saving the Lakers season and avoiding going one in 11. He needs a ring. I don't care. Yeah. I think he, uh, I think he's going to get one. I think he would, I I mean, I'm saying, I think he would get one if the Lakers do go on that kind of a run. Really Um, quick. This comment is hilarious. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yep. A Thomas. (laughs) I agree. Trevor is a tyrant. It must be stopped with these jokes. Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) A tyrant. For the jokes? <laughs> for, for for puns? Oh, come on. They're not that bad. Um, Corey said, so Dennis gets my vote for the mid-level exception over Troy Brown Jr. Max Christie can grow into our next Troy Brown Jr. Potentially. I, I, could, I, could, I could see that line of thinking. Monster game for AD. Love to see it. Thoughts? Yeah, if you had to pick one for the taxpayer mid-level, Troy Brown or Dennis, who are you taking? That's your argument for picking Dennis is, hey, look, mm-hmm. we have our next Troy Brown Jr. who's a better shooter and arguably a better defender already. So he, he just need 
we didn't want to throw him into the fire quite yet. He's ready now here. I'd still argue Troy because I think there's a way you can still find minutes for Max. Um, and if you really want another guard, go draft one. There's a plethora of them in this year's draft class. But um, honestly, at this point, as long as you bring back one of them, I don't think you can do both. But someone chat saying split the MLE, I also don't think that's a probable outcome. Yeah. If you can do it, fantastic. But fantastic. I, I, yeah. But yeah, so just bring one of them back. I really don't care which one because uh, I think there's an argument going both ways. All right. Uh, I agree. I, I think that you need to bring one. I argued for Troy Brown Jr., but it's not like I'm going to be disappointed if they bring. I think Dennis has been critical for this team. I just look long term. Troy Brown at 23. I'm I'm taking that over Dennis, who has so much of his game based on speed and he's going to be 30. How long is that speed going to last? You know, but. I think Dennis, I, I would argue, though, that Dennis has probably had the larger positive impact on the team this season. Though Troy Brown's been great in moments as well. Joel Hernandez, Austin Harden, masterful foul drawing by Austin Reeves. And he had six free throws. It's not like he got to the line 12 times or something like that. But, oh, they but he did he did fouls, too. Like, well, he, yeah, game. he did a good job, though, you know. Get in contact when he needed to. When the in 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 critical moments, we saw Austin just like in the in the fourth quarter. Dennis got to the line in critical moments when the Lakers really needed a couple. Like the Wolves would come down and score, and it was like you could hear the crowd start to ramp up a little. Like, hey, okay, here's our comeback, and then oh, there you go, shooters go into the free throw line again. We gave the, gave those points right back. Um, Austin did the same thing. I thought he got to the line at really important moments. One table, many chairs. Said Lakers winning comfortably in a bad LeBron game. Thumbs up. Everyone stepped up. AD was monstrous. Dennis hustled. Great defense. Starting to look playoff ready. Yeah? I mean, what do you think? Well, first to address that, but um, yeah, no, absolutely. The team's starting to have a playoff intensity about them. And uh yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Like you said, the margin of error is just a lot larger now. Like, if LeBron has this game pre-trade deadline, the Lakers probably lose tonight by 20. And that's just the reality mm-hmm. of it. Um, so, that that's awesome. I was putting my hands up, and I was going to mention something. Because Golden State, they're up two midway through the third. Their remaining schedule, there's only one game where I'm like, yeah, they're winning. And that's Portland. Denver rested everybody tonight. They played Denver Sunday at Denver. Remember, Golden State's a horrendous road team. Denver may rest everybody again. We don't know that for sure, but hey, okay. better not. Jokic, if you want MVP, you better play Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. You play OKC on Tuesday. Must mm-hmm. win for OKC. You play Sacramento. Now, Sacramento could rest players on yes. next Friday, but... If you got to face a fully loaded Denver team, a Thunder team, and a Kings team probably playing the last real game, Lakers take care of business. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's that's where you need you need Sacramento to somehow gain some ground on Memphis cuz right now there's a two and a half game gap between Memphis and Sacramento for the 2 seed. You need between now and when the Kings play the Warriors, you need Sacramento to somehow get within striking distance of the Grizzlies, so Sacramento does play their guys in that game. That's what you need so to have they, happen. So four-game win streak. I mean, they're playing Portland tonight, so that's going to go back down to a two-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Two-game uh, I mean, two game, yeah. Two-game sub. Uh, who has the tiebreaker? Hold on. I'm really know. bad at this. I'm trying to find. 
who who won the season series. While, while you're looking at that, I'll, I'll answer this question. Re said, think this was just an off night for LeBron. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah. I think that was it. It was just an off shooting night, and that's that's it. I'm not I'm not worried about LeBron in in any particular way. I think it was a, it's a tough matchup for him, and he had a he had a poor shooting night. That's all. They split. So what does it go? Conference. It would go. They're in the same division, so it would go to division record. No, they're not. Sacks and the. Oh, Sacramento. I was thinking Sacramento and Golden State in my mind. Yeah, Sacramento, Memphis. So it would go to conference record. Okay, there we go. Sacramento has the conference record. They have 30 okay. wins, 30 and 16. It'll be 31 and 16 tonight. So Memphis is 29 and 20. So. So you need Memphis to drop a couple of games in Sacramento to win a couple of games, and, and there you go. Sean yeah. said, AD, do that's who? Yeah. Jonathan T said, Anthony M. F. and Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Way to suck it up. And uh, he's applauding D, uh, Dennis Schroeder, for the efforts and Rui for playing big tonight. Hashtag above 500. 100%. Hashtag above 500. Let's – uh. I almost we're in such a great mood. I, I don't have anything to be too mad about. I almost forgot about this. Master lock of the night. All right. What are we putting in the master lock from this game? Cat. Again, I, I just can't stand the guy. I don't know why. He's my Jay Crowder. He's my Pat Bev. I just can't stand the guy. Great. Okay. Good player. Just can't stand him. I can't stand I dig it. Okay. Okay. So master locking Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I am going to master lock Anthony Davis injuries because they make us stress out. And they are like in that, in that moment of like a minute and a half, that 90 seconds, we thought the Lakers season was over. Right. I mean, that's, that was the, they were down and suddenly Anthony Davis was out and it, it was bad. So I'm master locking ankle injuries for for any Lakers player injuries period turn injuries off injury bug go away it's too late in the season for you go away I need to master lock the injury bug into oblivion so that's what I'm going with injuries get master lock uh Gene or perhaps John Antoine said do you think we can still get the sixth seed uh, no I'm, we won't rehash how they can do it because we already went over that but yes I think they can. I wouldn't say it's likely. I won't say it's no. now. If Golden State finds a way to lose this game to San Antonio, which, oh boy, they're down three right now. 79-76 Spurs with 340 to play. I am still expecting the Golden State Warriors to win this game. They're at home. I don't think San Antonio is going to win this. I'm not going to even bother getting my hopes up. Should that somehow happen? it suddenly becomes that much more likely that the Lakers do catch them. But I would say it's unlikely they catch the sixth seed, but not impossible. Pop, I, 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 never mind. I'm going to refrain from saying what I was going to say. Pop, just do your thing. Go, go win this game. Pop is going to look at the standings and see what it would mean for the Lakers. And he's, he's going to put in like, he's going to put in the water boy. He's going to put in the guy (laughs) that's holding the towels. He's right. yeah, the equipment manager is gonna give them a jersey, right? Pop himself might step onto the court and play. Jeez. Pop Pop is gonna get a look at the standings and he's gonna he is going to uh push down the gas pedal on that tank, I think. 
That's that's my prediction for that game. Matty James, give a lot of credit uh, to Rui, Vando, and especially Schroeder for the defense they played. Made a big difference in this game, didn't it? Yeah. All right, guys. We've got enough time to do. Let's do one more here. Uh, AD superstar Dennis Starr in your role. Master lock the failed challenge. Darvin attempting it too late. That was weird that the referees didn't let Darvin uh, challenge that call. I think he would have won the challenge or should have anyway on a three shot foul for uh, Mike Conley. But yeah, didn't didn't work out that way. Yeah, you know, it, I, that didn't bother me too, too much. Again, it was pretty inconsequential. So I'm not going to be mad about it. The Lakers yeah. had lost. I would have been upset for sure. Like, but didn't really affect us. Uh, LeBron James of feet put the LeBron James of master locks on that AD and Vando injury scare. So you want us to call Chris the masterpiece masters himself and, and acts for a favor? That that's what it sounds like. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, the Lakers. Get the big win over the Wolves, the one that they needed. They move up to the seventh seed. Oh, boy. Let's go. The Lakers got the job done. What a game. What a game. Golden State, find a way to blow this. The Lakers could find their way up to the sixth seed if somehow that can happen. But got to keep winning games. Lakers play again Sunday against Houston. We all remember what happened last time against Houston, so the Lakers need to get a little bit of revenge there. But thank you, everybody, for joining us live over on the Lakers Nation YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Lakers Nation. Make sure you are subscribing over on the podcast side as well, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.